This episode is brought to you by KPMG Risk Services. KPMG believes that when you've earned the trust of all your stakeholders, that's when your business has a solid platform to grow. That's the trusted imperative. KPMG Risk Services develop and put in place dynamic risk strategies designed to help your business earn that all-important trust. Go to read.kpmg.us slash trust to learn more. Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up, Prosperity Nation? Good morning from Miami. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever else you are in the world. And uh, we got the clever people in the room, the ones who figured out that the time changed in the United States this week. That's on me. That's my bad. I should have done an email announcement to all you guys overseas who are now watching on the replay instead of the live version, because you missed me by an hour, missed us by an hour. Uh, so my apologies. I, I Every year I have to think of this. You know, when you do events, especially online events, and since uh, like 90% of our people are overseas, uh, it's really important to tell them because we're one of the few crazy places that changes the time. And then some of the other ones like Mexico change it at a different time than we do. Colombia, I think the same thing. So they're like a week or two later. So anyway, check in, please. Those of you in the room, say hi in the chat. I see we got Jedi Berg in the house, Jedi Ford Sakes. Rena Romano is here. We got the, the Cavalcade of Stars, Jose, uh, Paula Z, Jorge, uh, Paula, will you make those other two co-hosts, please? Are you able to do that? Uh, as a co- No, you can't? I need to do that? Okay, so, all right. Make co-hosts. So there's Jorge. You're in. Let me find Jose. There he is. Looking beautiful as usual today. You look marvelous, darling. Okay, we are talking about the mental side of making money. And this is really going to be a continuation of the program, the lesson that we did last week, where we talked about murdering your poverty consciousness. Um, So this will be a really powerful topic. So if you've got a friend you think would be in need of this kind of consciousness, please send them a note, tell them about, send them the link of the show and tell them to join us uh, and be sure and, and, and share this. Uh, so for you guys who are new to the, the um, this is the Prosperity Unchurch. It's not a church, it's not a religion, it's a for-profit prosperity ministry that I do each week. I do a live service at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And then we rebroadcast it on Monday on my Power Prosperity podcast for the audio and my Prosperity TV uh, YouTube channel for the video. Uh, It's done on a pay what you think it's worth basis. 
or a love offering basis. I want anyone and everyone in the world who needs these, this kind of spiritual boost, this kind of training about prosperity and helping develop self-esteem and killing off worthiness issues, developing prosperity consciousness instead of poverty consciousness. I want anyone and everyone who needs it to be able to access it. So I put you guys on the honor system, pay as you can afford, pay as you go. We have people who tithe because it's the source of their spiritual nourishment. Um, you know, if I, if I was selling this on the market, I'd probably sell it for $37 a, a lesson each week. Um, but it's kind of like a 10 step group. I feel like, hey, if everybody gave $10 a week, it would continue to grow. And the idea is I want to build this up. I want to get literally millions of people watching this message every week and getting this prosperity consciousness. So when we talk about the mental side of making money, what we're really looking at is how to prepare and nurture and train your subconscious mind to receive abundance. Because here's the fascinating thing you may or may not know yet. Hey, Lisa Ryan, good to see you here. John Milton Fogg, good to see you here. Um, you can't be trained for prosperity. You have to be open to receive it. And that's really going to depend on your subconscious mind and, and how you feel about money, how you feel about being wealthy, what's the connotations, what's the energy that you assign to money, what do you expect will happen when you become wealthy, healthy, happy, successful. Some of you are dealing with uh, subliminal programming that money is bad and rich people are evil. And if we don't clean that up, no matter what we do, like I say, you can't be treated for prosperity because you will find ways to self-sabotage it because you don't think you're worthy of it. So here's the first step to the process is we've got to remove any negative energy that you have about money. We have to identify any bad premises that you have about money. For example, some things we talked about in some earlier lessons. One of the really prevalent memes in the world is that to become successful in business, you have to become a bad parent. Or to create a successful company, it's necessary to exploit workers, uh, plunder the environment, only think short term, make money for the earnings, you know, the stock price today and never worry about the long term ramifications or effects or the 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 duty we all have as citizens of the world to participate in creating a greater good for everybody. So we've got to identify any of those limiting beliefs. Uh, and then we've got to create the vision 
and this is going to be big for some of you. You've got to create the vision for what wealth will mean for you. In my case, so I was a hippie who grew up in the 70s. And all we talked about was how evil rich, you know, how evil the rich mean people were and how evil the rich companies were and how, uh, you know, that was a badge of honor that you wore to be poor. And after living a long time being poor, I decided, you know, this being poor really sucks. I think I would rather be rich. So I started working toward becoming wealthy, but I still had that programming that rich people were evil and that kept self-sabotaging me. And, and, and I had to become conscious of that. And then more importantly, I had to visualize to myself the good that I could do if I was rich instead of poor. Let me say that again and flip it around to you. You have to visualize the good that you can do by being wealthy that you are not able to do when you're poor. Believe it or not, for some of you, that's going to be the only way it's going to initially work for you because you still haven't sorted through all of the worthiness issues and you, you, would, you would become wealthy if you knew you could help uh, abandon animals and you could help save the rainforest and you could uh, work against global climate change and you could uh, support orphans and you could build wells in Africa, but you would never do it for yourself. So some of you, we're going to need to do a two-step process where first you're going to have to, you'll only do it because of the altruistic nature, because you're so down on yourself, you have such worthiness issues that that won't motivate you. I could say you could buy a Lamborghini and you could get a new house and then have a ski lodge in Aspen and a, a cabin in North Carolina and a, an apartment in Manhattan and another flat in London and another flat in Paris. And you could travel around the world in your private jet and you wouldn't, you wouldn't even get out of bed for that. But if I told you that you could help some orphans in Lithuania, that would motivate you. Because you would feel good about the, 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 what you could do to support those orphans. So we've got to get to the point where you can do both. Where you would want to help those orphans and you would want to help yourself. So a big part of this is identifying worthiness issues. So I told you this is kind of a continuation from last week. If you're new here for the first time this week great, we welcome you, watch all the way to the end, but then afterward, go back to the, uh, the homepage and watch the replay of last week's lesson, Murder, Poverty, Consciousness. 
Paula, can you put up the, the link of the homepage, please, Prosperity? It's just uh, uh, prosperity-livestream, randygage.com, prosperity-livestream, uh, I believe. Um, and that will make sure if you didn't see that one, or if you were watching last week and you didn't do the homework, go back and do the homework, okay? Because that's really important. Um, so, uh, in the meantime, okay, so there's the page if you want to jot that down. If so, oh, and actually, Jorge put it in the, the chat as well. So, you can just click the link in the chat as well. Uh, okay, so uh, you can take that down, Paula, please. I want to see the screen now. Now, I'm looking for volunteers. I'm looking for people who watched the show last week and did the homework. And I want to check in. Remember, I told you there was going to be a test. <laughs> it's not really a test, but I want to check in. So who is brave enough? You watched the show last week. I want you to put up that little yellow hand in the chat or just hold your hand up um, that you're uh, willing to share. Okay. And I need to check the other screens. Um Jorge, I'm really glad to see you put your hand up because I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to um, ask you unless you were willing to do that. So I'm going to come to you in a minute, but I see Brandon. All right. So Brandon, you got your hand up. I'm, I'm going to unmute you. Uh, okay. You're unmuted. I think Brandon, can you hear me? Randy Gage, yes, I can. I unbelievable. I'm speaking to you right now. It's believable. Believe it. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Thank you. Um, sure, I did. I would say I'm in the process of doing the fourth one, but I did. I would say I did. I did them all. Um, should I just get started? Or? So let's let let's start with the first one, which was you were assigned to really ponder the question. Do I have worthiness issues? Yes. Can you share what you came up with for that? Yeah, and you really have to get it into the fiber of your being because I never really got this. But now when you guys talk about the God source and how everything's connected, I, I would hear it. always used to hear stuff like that. But now it's like I really got it for some reason. I don't know why. But I'd just like to tell you, Randy Gage, that you, your book came out on my 40th birthday month, January 7th. Was it January 12th that it came out? I think it was. I think so. 12 good good number by the way tom brady go back okay sorry but i just had to say i live in florida uh we just got the championship that's a whole nother story but but i would say i came to the realization that everybody has the god source inside of them maybe even satan i don't want to get that's a whole different philosophical thing maybe even satan but everybody has the god source which is god god is love everybody has the love source inside of them and i do too everybody so everybody you come in contact with you have to ask yourself why did i put this person in my life what can i learn from this not from the per i mean you can see the personality the color black white yellow doesn't matter look at the god source what can i learn what can i learn from the god source inside so everybody's everybody's valuable everybody's valuable so that's what I got from the first one. I'm valuable. You're, you're, I mean, you, you're a great inspiration to everybody, to this awakening that I've experienced. I don't know what it, whatever happened to you, Randy Gage, way back when, when you were a dishwasher, I don't know what happened. I, maybe it's in your book. I, I need to get your book. I haven't got it yet. Um, 
but something happened to me on my four, maybe because of 40, I don't know why, but everything's coming together for me. And you popped up with that book on my 40th birthday, which is, I don't know. I'm sorry to keep on a tangent here, Randy Gage, but all right. All right. I appreciate, I appreciate you sharing that Brandon. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to jump around. I have, uh, uh, Okay, so there was someone, oops, I went and then we go to the other screen. I saw, okay, Nikolai uh, Uchin, I think, uh, asked to unmute. Hello, guys. Hey, Nikolai. Welcome. So you did the homework last week? Uh, you're... You're mu- muted again. Ask to unmute. Nikolai, can you unmute? Yes, yes, I can. Okay. Guys, how you feel? Good, thank you. you. So, did you work on the homework last week? All right, we I haven't. Don't think it's going to work. Okay, so Jorge Melendez. Let's go to you, because uh, you had an experience that I think would be very helpful to a lot of people in the room today. Did we lose Jorge? Yeah, he uh, he had to uh, let uh, get out from the apartment because it was a seismic alarm in Mexico oh, City. Oh, he's in Mexico, and they get a hur- a earthquake alarm, terremotos. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Okay, let's hold, everybody hold some positive thoughts for Mexico, Ciudad de Mexico. Uh, So Ryan, I'm going to, you want to unmute? I see you got your hand up. Yeah, Randy Gage. Okay. So I wasn't on your live stream last week, but I caught it on YouTube. So I saw the the portion at the end when you did the homework. And uh, the the only part of the homework I did was the, Basically, no electronics for an hour, more self-reflected on, do I have worthiness issues? And I would say I discovered that I do. And I feel like because of that, it actually, like, I can see good for other people. Like, I can see the best for other people. I can see how other people can succeed. But for myself, I always feel like um, subconscious, subconscious that um, I actually don't believe that I'm worth having what I really want. Like almost like a guilt, like I can't have it all kind of deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I appreciate you ch- sharing that, Ryan. Okay. Yeah. I know that will resonate with some other people. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to put you back on mute. I want to talk about Jorge. So thank you again. So Jorge left because he's got an earthquake alarm. But he and I emailed back and forth. By the way, if you notice, we have one of our trolls back. If you watch in the chat, they're putting all their pornography in there, you know, whatever in there. So think about this. Um, Why would somebody do that, right? Let's let's look at the, the lesson in this. Why would they find a, um, you know, a public forum like this and post stuff? And very 
uh, misogynistic and very sexist and very racist and very bigoted comments, right? Why would you do that? Well, you would do that if you have severe worthiness issues. So because you feel so bad about yourself, you have the need to try to tear down other people. So you act out against them. And that's literally what we're getting as a, a perfect lesson in the chat today with whoever this person is. So let's just hope that at some point they feel a little better about themselves and they can love themselves enough to no longer need to try to pull other people down. Here was the thing I wanted to talk about, Jose, uh, uh, Jorge. And I, he, like I say, he had his hand up. I wouldn't just put him out if he wasn't willing to talk about this. But one of the things for the homework was that you've got to splurge one day that they, the concept of the million dollar Monday that you would do three or four things that would be just total splurge for something you would never really normally do for yourself. And you remember I, I gave the example of my grandmother when I gave her that massage for what's Christmas or her birthday, I don't remember. And um, she just, she, she literally cried. She thought, oh, my grandson has wasted his money because there was no way on earth she was ever going to use that gift certificate for a massage because she just came from this sturdy, hardworking background of you don't do that kind of stuff for, your, for yourself. And she couldn't, remember, you can't be treated for prosperity. You have to be open to receive it. So she was not open to receive that gift that I had for her. And that was a big thing. So this is why I say I wanted your, your homework to pick three or four things that you would just never, ever splurge on yourself. So Jorge, my, my good buddy Jorge, sent me his homework private email because he's a good friend of mine. And for the splurge things, he was like, paying some bills and he was going to buy a pair of tennis shoes because his old shoes are really beat up, you know, falling apart and he really needs a new pair of tennis shoes. And so of course I lovingly beat him up and said, Jorge, this is the most luxurious thing you can splurge on yourself is a pair of tennis shoes. But he had come because he did the homework. They spent the one hour without the devices, really looked at the um, you know worthiness issue and realized, yes, I am totally racked with unworthiness issues and I need to work on that. And the best thing he could come up with was to buy himself a pair of tennis shoes. So I think there's another story that really illustrates this important. And it was in one of my uh, uh, prosperity, the five book prosperity series, but I don't remember which one. It's probably prosperity thought, or it might be the seven spiritual laws of prosperity. 
But I was doing this mastermind retreat that for my Breakthrough You people that I do uh, every year. And one of the people there, I came up with an idea that would, for his business, that could generate a couple million dollars in additional revenue. And he gave me this reason why it didn't work. And I overcame that. Then he gave me the next reason. I showed why that wasn't the case. Then he gave another one and another. And each time I kept showing, no, these are just excuses that you're making up, but they're, they're not true. They really would not prevent you from putting this strategy into place. And finally, I realized, hey, we're wasting our time. Because if I knock down 99 objections, you're still going to come up with number 100. Because you, you can't see yourself making a couple million dollars. And that's the problem with all of this. No matter what I say, you're never going to buy into it because you can't believe that you deserve a couple million dollars. So he was there with his wife and they both pushed back. No, no, no. Of course, we would love to make a couple million dollars. You know, that's what we hope for. And so I said to the wife, great. Okay, let's suppose. And she did all the books. She was the bookkeeper for their business. So she handled all the money. Uh, She said, oh, yes, I'm struggling now. I have to pay all the bills and everything. I would love to get $2 million in. I said, okay, great. Let's suppose it happened. You've now got an extra half a million dollars cash in the bank. You know, you've you've got this great business. You've added a couple million dollars. What would you do to splurge on yourself? Well, you know, we we support some kids at an orphanage and then I could send some more money. Okay, great. What would you do for yourself? Well, we have this other charity we support. I don't know. Okay, so I asked him, John, what would you do? What would you spot? He said, well, you know, I'm a scoutmaster and we, we sponsor some kids and we take them to camp every year. So we would be able to sponsor more kids. I said, that's not what I asked you, John. I said, what would you do for yourself? Well, um, and then the wife jumped in again and said, we could buy, a, we have a van and we take kids to the camp. We could buy a bigger van so we could take even more kids. And I threw my, I'm like, you won't even buy yourself a damn purse. There's, you wouldn't take yourself to dinner. You wouldn't do one thing. Jorge, we're glad, I'm talking about you, by the way. You'll have to catch the replay. We're glad to see you're safe in Mexico City. Ciudad de Mexico is seguro. <laughs> Cierto? Uh, so um, that was what I recognized, that they could only, and this is what I was telling you guys earlier, some of you will have to go to that stage where you will only be able to do it for someone else because you won't do it for yourself. And you may have to go through that process. So that's why I gave you the homework last week. And if you didn't do it, go back and watch that lesson and do it this week. All right. Um, And I'm sorry. I know I see uh, we got more yellow hands up, but I can't get to any more because I still got to get through the rest of this lesson. But uh, we will definitely have more uh, participation in the, the weeks ahead. 
And soon, by the way, I will be doing these live with an audience in Miami, okay? Because that's the goal is that I'm going to actually find a center, be doing this, and then we will still keep streaming them out on live stream around the world. Uh, I had my first COVID vaccination. I have the second one coming April 1st. And then let me tell you, things are going to go cray cray. All right, let's talk about the role of visualization. Let me see what I'm doing time-wise. Okay, we're looking good. Um, here's the important thing to understand about visualization, because this is the integral part of uh, the mental element of earning more money and just creating more prosperity in general. Programming is happening to you every day, whether you believe it or not. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to think it's happening. It's still happening. Every time you're watching TV, every time you're listening to a podcast, uh, watching a, a movie in the theater, reading a book, reading a newspaper, scrolling through a blog, you're getting programmed. So you're either mindful of that programming or you're not mindful of it, but it's still happening. So once you really get that, then you understand, okay, I've got to be mindful about what programming I allow myself to be influenced by. And I will, uh, and when I'm getting too much negative programming, I will do whatever I need to do to increase the amount of positive programming. When you get programmed, when you visualize things, it gets imprinted on your subconscious mind. And if you know anything about humanity and the way, you know, what causes humans to act the way they do is when your subconscious mind has a thought and your conscious mind has a thought and those two go into conflict, the subconscious mind will always, always win because it's a much more powerful force and you don't see all of the weapons it has against you because most of your subconscious mind is that 90% of the iceberg that's below the water. Um, so what is the process of visualization? What happens when you get programmed, whether in a good way or in a bad way? It creates a vision for your life. That vision for your life creates a belief of you, a belief that you have about your life and how it's going to play out. That belief is going to impact every decision you make for the rest of your life. So in the area of goals, if your core foundational belief is that you're going to be healthy, happy, and prosperous, you're going to set bold, challenging goals that compel you, that pull you toward them. If you don't believe you're going to be healthy, happy, and prosperous, you're going to set mediocre goals and you're going to live a life of mediocrity. And that, that homework I gave you last week, that's a big example. If you look at, okay, what are the things I chose that I would splurge myself on? And some of you are going to say, Gage, you don't understand. I'm only making 
10,000 pesos a year. I can't. No, there are things you could splurge yourself that cost zero money, right? You could come up with, hey, I'm going to spend two hours walking on the beach. There's no beach where I live. Well, okay, maybe you're going to spend two hours walking in the forest or just having a picnic in a field full of flowers, right? There's things you could do to splurge yourself, to show yourself you're worthy that do not involve money. So if you didn't come up with those during that reflection, that's a very important uh, warning signal for you that, wow, okay, I've really got to work on my prosperity consciousness. The other thing to keep in mind about visualizations is the more impressions there are, the stronger the programming becomes in your subconscious mind. Um, so this is why repetition for some of the things we're about to talk about will be really important. Um, one of the things I, I said I was going to do last week and then I got sidetracked was I wanted to read a really brief seg segment from my latest book we were just talking about, Radical Rebirth. This was this first paragraph. This was a key breakthrough from last week. You remember I said this. You don't manifest prosperity to the, to the degree that you are worthy of it. You manifest prosperity in direct proportion to the degree you believe you are worthy of it. No more, no less. In exact proportion to what you believe you deserve. That's why your mindset is so important. It's why you have to police your subconscious mind, take charge of your programming, and work to continually nourish your self-esteem. Because every day of your life, you must wake up and subconsciously answer the following question. How much joy, happiness, and prosperity can I possibly put up with today. Somebody type that in the chat. And same thing for you guys watching on the replay, type it in the YouTube one. How much joy, happiness, and prosperity can I possibly put up with today? That's the question that the universe asks you. Every morning of your life, every day when you wake up, the universe wants to know how much joy, happiness, and prosperity can I possibly put up with today? It doesn't serve you to be timid, dream small, or settle for mediocrity because you are choosing to create a radical rebirth to gestate and deliver a life that is worthy of the unique, powerful, and beautiful being you are and who you are meant to become. All right, let's talk about one, two, three, four methods that uh, are really powerful visualization techniques to program your subconscious mind. 
method number one is simply affirmations. When you affirm things, you program them into your subconscious mind. Um, so, I mean, just the most basic thing. I had a practice for my softball team Thursday night. One of my guys was, um, uh, he's been struggling with his batting average. And so he was talking, he said, my timing is completely off right now. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Let's not affirm that. He said, but it's true. It's been, I've been having hidden like shit for a week. No, 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 no. Let's not affirm that. Let's affirm your timing has been off up to now. But that's why we're here at practice. We're going to get your timing back and you're going to hit amazing this weekend. Those are, that's an affirmation. <clears throat> Every time you express a limitation, that's an affirmation a negative affirmation that you're programming into your subconscious mind. Likewise, when we express something positive, then uh, we are affirming a positive thing in the subconscious mind. Uh, to share, I'm just looking at your message, Paula. Um, what do I need to do? I'm not getting. Am I have the screen set wrong or you just. No, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. All right. Just make it your Paula Z keeps me on track. I would be lost without Paula. All right. So affirmations, when you speak them out loud, uh, you're affirming, you're programming them in your subconscious mind. So I like to write them in my journal and I like to speak them out loud because then I'm imprinting them even further. And then I could just be <clears throat> in line waiting for a vaccination. <clears throat> I could have my journal there. You could put it somewhere on your phone and you just be reading it to yourself. But every time you're programming that into your subconscious mind, and that's really powerful. Second thing you could do <clears throat> is to create a screenplay of your perfect day. So the, the, the premise of this is we imagine there's going to be a, a documentary made of your life. Like Paula, for sure, there's some point in time, somebody's going to do a documentary about Paula's life and the heroic job she did raising her family in a very difficult time with a, a child with special needs. She's like a modern day hero, right? Um, and you have a book coming out about that? Is that right? Yes, I do. It's, well, it's already there at Amazon.com. All right, well, in Spanish it's, now. it's just in Spanish for now, but put a link in the chat, would you please, of sure. where, for your book? Right. Sure. So anybody, you know, who speaks Spanish, single mothers, parents with special need children, you they want to they're going to want to get this book. So but it, so anyway, at some point, somebody's going to do a documentary about Paula. Right. And let's affirm that at some point, somebody's going to do a documentary about you and the amazing life that you've had. And so. You want to write a script of that, like pick the one day, the perfect day of this. 
So maybe that's the day that Beyonce gives you your Grammy award for song of the year. Or maybe it's the day that uh, uh, Meryl Streep gives you your Oscar for best actress in a lead role. Or it's the day you take your company public and you become a billionaire. Or it's the day you cut the ribbon for the uh, homeless shelter that you're building somewhere in Latin America. But you write a script of that day and you involve all of your sense, sight, smell, touch, taste. So you wake up, maybe you're on vacation in Tahiti in a bungalow over the water where you have a little trap door in the floor and you feed the fish and uh, you, you know, you hear the birds chirping that are on your balcony and you hear the waves and the sound of the breeze. And then you smell the coffee that the room service waiter has just left in front of the door of your bungalow with your room service breakfast. And you taste that fresh squeezed orange juice and you're writing your script for the acceptance speech that night or whatever it is, you write out that script and literally write it out and have it somewhere with you that you can take with you. So you most of you probably just put it on your phone or your tablet, but you could have it in a little piece of paper and fold it up and keep it in your wallet or your purse. However, it doesn't matter. But then when you have a moment, even at a stoplight, even, you know, when you're just waiting five minutes at the post office or wherever, at the supermarket, you just kind of pull it out and read it again because it affirms that, it programs that in your subconscious mind. Third thing is one of my favorite, favorite things, and it's a prosperity manifestation map. And it's very simple. You could get one on my website in the store, Prosperity Manifestation Map, or you could just get a piece of poster board from the art supply store and you fill it with images of things you want to do, have, and become. So I wanted, one of, I wanted my book to hit the New York Times bestseller list. So you know what I did? I got a copy of the New York Times. I cut out the bestseller list. I took some white out and I wrote in the name of my book to replace the name of another book that was in there. It went on my prosperity map. I wanted to get a Dodge Viper. I put a picture of the Viper on there. I wanted to win a World Series with my softball team. I just had a picture of me in my softball uniform. I just put images of things I wanted to do have and become. And what I find is that if you do these, you have to redo them every year and a half or two years. You have to make a new one <clears throat> because most of the things on your board, you've already manifested. It's amazing. Uh, <clears throat> and all those things, I they all happen for me. All those, you know, many, many more. Um, so it's really, and what you do is you put it up where not everybody's going to see it. You don't want every, you know, 
service technician who comes to your house to work on something to see it. You know, there's going to be stuff that might be personal to you that maybe there's people who would ridicule you for dreaming of it because they think it's too bold, too audacious. You don't want any of that negative feedback, but you need to put it somewhere, usually somewhere in your bedroom or your bathroom where you will see it every morning when you first get up and you'll see it every night before you go to bed. So it's really important because again, even when you just walk by the prosperity map, you still see it out of your peripheral vision and it's still programming your subconscious mind. So they're a lot of fun to do. I've had a lot of times where we have parties, like we do these on New Year's Eve. We get together, we do a burning bowl ceremony, and everybody brings tons of magazines and catalogs and things that have lots of pictures in them. And then we just have a party and we build the prosperity maps. And they cut out pictures of their dream car or their dream boat or their dream motorcycle or their dream home or their dream vacation home. Uh, achievements that they want to accomplish. They're, it's a very powerful programming tool. And then the fourth thing is called guided meditation. Um, and this is where you just get in a meditative state and there's no, you know, there's no specific rules for this that, you know, you have to sit cross-legged lotus style and burn incense and chant a certain mantra you might just be in a hammock doing it you might just be sitting on the dock at the lake doing it but you just put yourself in a meditative state and then you affirm things because what we have found through research is that the subconscious mind is more susceptible to programming when it's in an alpha state. Now, what is an alpha state? It's a very relaxed mental state, kind of in the middle between wake and sleep. So like you, when you're getting a massage and you're just laying on the table, and like, oh, that's an alpha state. Uh, when you're meditating, you get in an alpha state. When you're lying in bed and you're almost falling asleep, but you're not quite there yet, you're in an alpha state. And you cycle through those states throughout the course of the evening. So what you do with a guided meditation is you do whatever you choose to do that puts you in an alpha state. And then what you can do is program a voice meditation on your, you know, record a voice med meditation on your phone, right? So find one of those apps that you can record. And if somebody knows one, put one in the chat. I don't even know how to use those. So I send a WhatsApp message to myself. I literally just record the message, right? In a, in a chat like that. And then I just, so you kind of get in a meditative state and then you press the play button. So I used to do this, you know, I'm gonna date myself. I used to do this back in the day, I used to do this with cassette player, <laughs> right? So I would record a cassette tape of meditation affirmations that I wanted to program myself with. And then I would just get myself in a meditative state and I'd hit the play button and then 
Um, you're getting that programming while you're in a deep alpha state and it's very powerful. So four different methods. Your screenplay of your perfect day, affirmations, the manifestation map, and guided meditation. All right, I'm going to give you your assignment in just a minute, but first we're going to do the offering. This is, Paula, can we put up the, uh, the offering statement? We want to, so remember, this is just a love offering basis. Whatever value, if you want to support the work, um, this is where you do it. Oh, actually, first put up the page where they go to. If it's, uh, yeah, thank you. RandyGage.com, go. This is where you can go. You can Venmo, PayPal, credit card, debit card, however way you want to support the work. You can set up Venmo for the monthly or PayPal for the monthly. Um, so now our troll has even learned how to use the, <laughs> the, uh, this, the, the, the writing stick. <laughs> Imagine this poor person, send them some, some positive energy, okay? Send them some positive energy, they really need it. All right, can we put up the offering statement again, Paula? So if you wanna bless the offering, we like to do this. Um, you can affirm it with me. We would like to just send this energy around the world through the internet. Prosperity begins with me. Holding this seed offering in my hand or my heart, I send it forth as a vessel of hope, healing, and highest good, knowing it blesses myself, the recipient, and the universe around us. And so it is. All right, here's your assignments, your homework for this week. Two things. Assignment number one is I want you to do a prosperity manifestation map for yourself. And if you already have one, then I want you to look at it and say, okay, is it time to do a new one? Because A, the one I did did not really excite me because I was suffering from worthiness issues and I didn't really put up uh, a bold, daring, imaginative things that would draw me to do them and excite me and motivate me, inspire me to motivate myself or be um, did I already manifest a lot of those things? Because I did this a couple of years ago and most of that stuff is done and it's time to update it and do a new board. So for either reason, if it's time to do a new one, do one. And if you haven't done one, then I want you to do one. So that's your homework. And then the second thing is I want you to write that screenplay of your perfect day. And really to say, well, I'm not a writer. It doesn't, you don't have to be a writer. You're going to just channel this because you're going to really put yourself in the emotional state where you feel that day as though it's really taking place. And when you visualize it powerful enough in your subconscious mind like that, it just, it, it, it almost has to happen. Almost anything. It almost has to happen. Because the, 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 remember what we talked about last week, you don't 
actually create your destiny. You create your daily habits and then your daily habits create your destiny. But the thing is your daily habits are determined by your subconscious mind. If you have a goal that's big enough and worthy enough, it pulls you toward it. So even it, while it's programmed in the subconscious mind, that subconscious mind is sending so many signals to you, to your body, to your, you know, it's literally impacting your thoughts in a positive way, causing you to eat better, to avoid addictions, to exercise more, to devote more time to your goal, to work harder at your goal, to, to, to develop the necessary skills, character, or traits that are required for you to attain that goal. So that's your homework. Those two things, I want you to do or redo a prosperity manifestation map and I want you to write a screenplay of the perfect day of your life. And once again, next week, I'm going to pick a few of you and we're going to check in with you and see what this has meant for you. So, yes, this is going to be on the test. <laughs> All right. Uh, final thing or two before we go. Remember, if you have Spanish speaking friends, they need to get Paula's book. Check that in the link there. And Paula, on Monday, you got to go to the YouTube show and put the link in the YouTube show, okay, once it gets posted. Um, and then also, um, Jose and Jorge do a Spanish version of this uh, ministry every week. With the time change now, is it two hours later or one hour later? What, what, one hour later? So it's only, yeah, just one. Three, it's three? Three hours later, Jorge? Are you sure? All right, so what time? Uh, anyway, you put in the chat the actual time, you know, for Mexico or whatever time zone, so they'll know. Um, all right, so let's do our own. Oh, by the way, the show for next week, the lesson is being poor is a sin. <laughs> So that's a controversial title that is sure to grate on some of you. Good. If it does, then you make sure you're here next week to find out why I'm so audacious to say that. All right, Paula, let's pull up the affirmation. This is the last thing we're going to do together. We're going to make this affirmation. We celebrate the following truth. We have prosperity because we choose to accept it. We circulate prosperity joyfully, lovingly, and gratefully. We become prosperity by generous daily living. Prosperity surrounds us everywhere in the universe, yet we know it begins with us. All right. Thanks again for watching. And remember, some of you are in countries that your time is going to change this week, and it might be a different time next week. So Always check the homepage and we have a time zone converter. Thanks everybody for watching. Peace, love, and unicorns. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. 
So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power of Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.